Rend the heavens and come down, O God of all the ages. Rouse us from sleep. Deliver us from our heedless ways and form us into a watchful people that at the advent of your Son, he may find us doing what is right, mindful of all that you command. Grant this through him whose coming is certain, whose day draws near, your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Pleading for God's awesome wonders on behalf of the people, Isaiah calls the nation to greater fidelity and a renewed hope that God will provide. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. You, O Lord, are our Father. Our Redeemer from of old is your name. Why, O Lord, do you make us stray from your ways and harden our heart so that we do not fear you? Turn back for the sake of your servants, for the sake of the tribes that are your heritage. Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down so that the mountains would quake at your presence. When you did awesome deeds that we did not expect, you came down. The mountains quaked at your presence. From ages past, no one has heard. No ear has perceived. No eye has seen any God besides you who works for those who wait for him. You meet those who gladly do right, those who remember you in your ways. But you were angry, and we sinned. Because you hid yourself, we transgressed. We have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a filthy cloth. We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, take us away. There is no one who calls on your name or attempts to take hold of you, for you have hidden your face from us and have delivered us into the hand of our iniquity. Yet, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Paul is concerned that there is a good deal of self-righteousness as well as exclusion within the church at Corinth. 
He instructs them and us that God's faithfulness is directly tied to their being called to fellowship with his Son. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that has been given you in Christ Jesus. For in every way you have been enriched in him, in speech and knowledge of every kind, just as the testimony of Christ has been strengthened among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will also strengthen you to the end so that you may be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful. By him you were called into fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Beware. Keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with a particular task, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening or at midnight or at the cockrow, or at dawn. Or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And when I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I noticed that Rick, our reader, He did a beautiful job with the readings, but you were having a little bit of trouble with your mask. I have trouble with the mask all the time, and I'm convinced that the pandemic is going to be over when I go into Wakeman's without forgetting to put my mask on. When I walk out of my car with a mask on, that's going to be the end of the pandemic. It's coming, Rick. It'll be here. There are two well-known bumper stickers that I think speak to the gospel passage that we heard today. One of them says, Jesus is coming. And boy, is he mad. And the other one says, Jesus is coming. Look busy. I think the latter of the two really speaks to the readings that we heard today, especially the gospel text from Mark's gospel. 
we are called to stay awake and be ready for Yeshua's return. Jesus is coming. Look busy. Well, what are we called to be busy about? Last weekend's gospel, the Matthew 25, Matthew in that text called us, Jesus called us to feed the hungry, give drink to the thirsty, clothe the naked, shelter the homeless, visit the sick and imprisoned. That's what you and I are called to be busy about as we await Yeshua's coming back. We have to be busy doing the work of Matthew 25. Our experience of COVID-19, this pandemic, has really affected how we live, Matthew 25. In order to be ready, I think the pandemic has certainly slowed us down. The pandemic has given us opportunities to to reflect on our experiences. It's, It's moved us away from being overly, overly busy and given us opportunities to experience life, to experience what's really going on. It doesn't speed by us. Instead, the pandemic has given us an opportunity to look at to see, to hear, to reflect on what's happening in our lives. And in doing so, the pandemic has given us time to know the presence of God. We have seen God's presence in the beauty of nature. What a beautiful Sunday morning today, huh? We have heard the powerful wisdom word of God when we hear the scriptures. The scriptures have opened the minds and our hearts to know what God wants of us. We have seen the presence of God in those who are hurting, those who are broken, those who long for help. And we have seen the presence of God in those who help them, in those who have given of themselves for the poor, the last, the lost, the least, the broken ones. In the kindness and compassion they show to others, we have recognized the presence of God. The pandemic hasn't been all bad.
slowing down that has occurred in the pandemic. It's reminded us that in the moments, every moment of every day, there is the possibility for us to be aware of the presence of God. There are 86,400 seconds in every day. 86,400 seconds. Mark's gospel text today challenges us to look at our lives and to see how many of those 86,400 seconds we devote to prayer, to serving the needs of others, to being aware of God's presence in nature, in word, and in the community. 86,400 seconds. Pandemic Advent has given us an opportunity to change us and us to change our world. Because of the pandemic Advent, we, with God's help, can banish racism and instead be open to being brothers and sisters in God's family. The pandemic, this pandemic advent, has enabled us to challenge the unequal distribution of wealth and to share what we've been given. Pope Francis has said that again and again and again. We live in a world where so many people are hungry and hurting. We live in a world where so few people have more than enough. Pandemic advent challenges us. Challenges us to banish the unequal distribution and gives us a greater willingness to share. In this pandemic advent, we banish the need to be selfishly busy. We embrace one another with the gifts of our time, our listening, and our compassionate friendship. Pandemic Advent has invited us to that kind of change. Yeshua is coming again. He challenges us in the scripture and strengthens us through the Eucharist to use our 86,400 seconds a day to be ready. Are we ready?
Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.